God's good. Amen. Amen. Well, I can see with it being 20 to 12 that I'm going to just do a small introduction. <clears throat> God continue. I'm going to get you motivated. We're actually going to have two introductions because really today was a long introduction that I was going to start on the book of Ephesians. And, uh, and we're going to have two introductions. I'm going to kind of give, just today, since we have about 20 minutes, I'm going to just kind of give um, where we're going and why we're, what we're, why, we're, why, we're, why we're doing what we're doing. If I can speak. It's been a, been a couple months since I've preached. And uh, it's been wonderful seeing all the other people sharing the word and, and teach. And uh, God's growing up people. And we have many, many who can declare the word of God here. Isn't that good? We're very, very blessed. Well, about a month and a half ago, I'm going to share a little bit of the journey of why I'm going to be preaching a series on Ephesians. Uh, but several months ago, the Lord dropped the book of Ephesians in my heart, and he just said, Eric, I want you to go, and I want you to do an expository teaching on the book of Ephesians. I've never done an expository teaching. The word expository means to expand, to go verse by verse and to begin to break it down and to help the body of Christ to understand the book of Ephesians and to go on a journey with the body of Christ. And to it really kind of goes back to the prophetic word that Tom mentioned uh, when uh, Denny Kramer was here about how many in this community have said that we are not theologically sound, but we're going to show them we are, and we're going to get in the Word, and the people of God are going to get in the Word, and that's who we are. Can I have an amen on that? Amen. And we all need to be men and women of the Word of God. Amen? amen? And so as Tom and I were praying and just seeking the Lord, uh, you know, Tom made this comment, I really believe before we even do the teaching on Ephesians, that we need to really begin to talk about the attitudes of our mind about the Word of God because if we don't address that issue first, and as you go through this expository teaching, many, many may not track with you on this teaching. And so over the last three weeks, Tom shared the messages on our mind and how we think about the Word of God. And he began to address some paradigms that we have where we've been raised and, and, and we say we don't like to read and we, don't, we hate reading or we hate knowledge or we don't like it and we've had bad ex school experiences. <coughs> Excuse me. And if you don't address that issue and if you don't really come against that paradigm in our thinking, man, the Word of God, it, it, it's no fun for people. It's, it's boring. It's, it's a book that is boring, and, and I don't know about you, but I want so much for the Word of God to become so fun for all of us. I mean, it, is, it is a blast. The Word of God is fun. The Word of God, there's so much uh, that we can say about the Word of God, and so so that's kind of why we did, why Tom shared those messages. And can, can I, did anybody in those messages now begin to make a de different declaration? I love to read. Come on. Does anybody love to read in this house? <laughs> We're working on it, right? We love knowledge. We love revelation. We love truth. Amen. You know, it's amazing how many times that people go through trials in their life and because they don't have a foundation in the Word of God, they have no way how, no, they don't have a clue how to fight. 
They don't have a clue how to use the word of God to, to, to fight their battles. As Andrea was talking about this morning, in the darkness of her hour, it was the word of God that became a light to her path. It became a way where when the battle came and ensued upon her and depression or darkness came, it was the word of God that brought encouragement. It brought me out of my despair. <laughs> and it gave me light. It gave me hope again when, when the enemy was trying to say different declarations over me. <laughs> and so the word of God is so critical. I know about a year and a half ago, I preached on the preciousness of the Word of God, and I, I showed pictures to you guys of the, the Dead Sea Scrolls and where they, where, they, uh, where they found the Dead Sea Scrolls years ago and how God preserved the Word of God for us and how we need to really cherish the Word of God. And so I'm praying that as we go through this Ephesian study that it will really bless you. And so what we've done is... Ephesians, <laughs> Ephesians is only six chapters. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through six, the six chapters of Ephesians. I'm going to start next week, and I'm really, we're going to have some fun next week. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break down the city of Ephesus for you next week. I'm going to show you some pictures of the city of Ephesus. I'm going to show you what Paul was experiencing. And I'm going to give you just a backdrop, a tapestry, just to start us out of what Ephesus was like. I'm going to create the culture of that city. I'm going to talk about Paul's third missionary journey as he starts to go to this city and what he was experiencing. <laughs> so that we get a kind of a cultural uh, understanding of what the book of Ephesians was for. Because the book of Ephesians is not a book of correction. <laughs> it's not where Paul's writing and he's saying, you guys are really messed up. <laughs> he's not saying you're doing anything wrong to the church in Ephesus, but he's trying to strengthen it. Exactly what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to strengthen the body of Christ here at New Covenant. I'm trying to get the word of God in us to where we realize what Christ has done in us and what he wants to do through us. The first three chapters talk about what God has done to us, and the last three chapters talk about how we should live and what he wants to do through us. And so we're going to go on a fun journey. And what I'm hoping that we will do is I'm going to do this introduction next week and pictures and all kinds of stuff, and then we're going to all read chapter 1 of Ephesians. And so then the next following week when we come to church, I'm going to preach on the high points of that first chapter in Ephesians. So all week, what we're going to do is we're going to read the first chapter of Ephesians all together as a church. Does that sound like fun? Yep. And then I'm going to preach on it. And here's what we're going to do. I'm going to have a basket, and I'm going to have you be able to put in the basket the things that God highlighted to you. And I'm going to, I'm going to just highlight a couple of those each week, that these are other revelations that people got on the book of Ephesians so that we can all go together and have fun. Does that sound like a fun trip? Is anybody willing to go on that fun trip with me? Okay, that's really, really good. And so what I've also done is I've bought 40 devotionals, and I'm, I'm, I've, we, we're going to sow into this church. These are about five bucks a piece, but we're going to sow uh, 40. We have about 40 families. We got 40 of these, and if I need to buy more, I'm going to buy more. But it's called Restoring the Family Altar. And this is a six-week six week devotional guide on the book of Ephesians. 
And so you can go Monday through Tuesday through Wednesday, and it takes chapter one, chapter two, and it'll actually help you to restore the family altar with your family and your children. And so we're going to have those as well. And uh, I'm not going to pass those out till next week. So I'm going to make you wait. How's that? And I'm probably going to order some more. Yeah, probably should order some more. Probably not going to have enough. So to wet your whistle, um, here's some of the details about the book of Ephesians that other people have written about. Because to be honest with you, the book of Ephesians is inexhaustible. It is an amazing book. It is an, uh, everybody say, amazing book. <laughs> John Calvin himself delivered 68 sermons and 705 pages just from the book of Ephesians. <laughs> oh, it gets bigger than that, Ashley. <laughs> Puritan William Garrell, or Garrell, some pronounce it, he expanded just on the scripture that Carmen quoted about the full armor of God, chapter 6 in Ephesians. He expounded 1,200 pages just on chapter 6. It is amazing what is in the book of Ephesians, and hopefully you'll even start reading it now. The English poet Samuel Coleridge said that Ephesians is the Grand Canyon of Scripture. It is breathtakingly beautiful and apparently inexhaustible to the one who wants to take it in. <laughs> it is the most majestic expression of the gospel. <laughs> Does that sound like anything anybody else wants to go through with me? So what we're going to do is we're going to go week by week, chapter by chapter. I'm going to try to do the broad strokes of the beauty of Ephesians. I could literally spend the rest of the year on the book of Ephesians. Honestly. I could preach the rest of the year on the book of Ephesians. And I would hear this. Are we ever going to have anything else but the book of Ephesians? When's he going to get off of the book of Ephesians? Gosh, I'm tired of the book of Ephesians. And I would say, cry me a river. You're very fortunate that God said, don't speak the rest of the year on Ephesians. Or I would have done it and made all of you mad. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is it's an amazing book that is beautiful about the gospel and it really talks about our identity in Christ that we desperately need to go to get a hold of. We've got to know who we are in Christ and the glorious riches that he has given to us so that we can then give that glorious riches to others. And so God's going to take us on a journey, okay? So I've wet your whistle. You guys go with that? So you may want to start just generally reading the book of Ephesians. Here's what I want to encourage you to do. Bring a notebook and pad a paper with you. Bring your Bibles. Bring your Bibles. Um, bring your Bibles. I know it's great when the scripture comes up on the wall and you can be lazy and not have to look it up. But next week, we're going to literally read uh, a whole chapter in the book of Acts. We're going to read a whole chapter together in the book of Acts. And you say, well, I thought we were talking about Ephesians. Well, you got to go back to Acts to see what happened in Ephesians. 
okay? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you all the way back to Acts, and I'm going to show you what was going on when Paul went to Ephesus, okay? It'll make sense once we get there, okay? So I've whet your appetite today. We've had the message, and that's where I'm going to leave it. How's that sound? All right, so stand up with me. You're going to get out of church early today, and I'm going to stop right there. That was the quick introduction of Ephesians. So maybe you'll get to the restaurant before anybody else this time. (laughs) I could have been long-winded, but we're going to save it. Because I do not want to race through what I have for next week. Don't want to do it. There's not enough time to do it justly. And I want to set apart this scripture, and I want to go wholeheartedly into this passage. Amen? So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, you're priming our hearts. You're getting us ready for a journey together as a church. And uh, Lord, I just pray for your anointing as we begin a journey into the word. To make your word a delight to our hearts. And Father, I know that with every journey, there is also a counterattack. And I know, God, that the enemy does not want us to fall in love with your word. But Father, I thank you that the word of God will not return void, (laughs) but that it will accomplish exactly that which you've set it out to accomplish. So Lord, I pray this week that you begin to prepare our hearts that, God, you would begin to help us on this journey of the Word. We are lovers of your Word. Say, I'm a lover of the Word of God. I love to read. I love to grow. And I love to learn. So, Lord, I pray that, Lord, as we've committed ourselves to learning, to marrying the Word with the Spirit, Lord, we marry the Word with the Spirit, and we want them both to come in unity in a powerful way in our hearts. And so, Father, even today, God, I pray that you would just move on our hearts. Father, if there's anybody here today that doesn't know you, that has not made a commitment to you, Jesus, Lord, would you just begin to even work on their hearts right now so that they can go through this journey with us. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, change us. We love you, Lord. We love you, God. And we want to know you more. We want to know your ways. We want to grow in your path. We are a people who are desperately in need of more of you, God. Lord, you've done a powerful thing today during worship you moved our hearts during worship God you brought us joy and peace many made commitments many let go of things but Father we acknowledge that we desperately need you Father we thank you Thank you for our salvation. And we're going to learn through the book of Ephesians, God, what that salvation means. We're going to learn about the beautiful gospel message and what you intended 
for us. So Lord, work on the coals of our hearts. Begin to plow. Begin to soften us, God. Begin to prepare us, Father, for this study. Lord, we just thank you. We just give you the glory and the honor and the praise that is due you. For it is in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Here's what I want to do. I want the altar team, if they wouldn't mind coming up. When I was talking about salvation and making a commitment to Christ, I really felt something there. And we're not here to embarrass anyone, but if you're here today and you've not made a commitment to Christ, our team will just lead you in prayer and lead you to the throne of the Lord. So if that's you, don't leave today without making that commitment to Christ. Amen. Take your conversation outside. May God bless you and encourage you. And we will see you next week in Jesus' name. Amen.